What now? Let me tell you what now. It's time for the DJ Hour episode 159! Yeah! How's it going? I'm your Fancy Pants host, Jamesy Poo James Dangerino. That's right, that's me. Fancier than ever, everybody. Uh, I gotta tell you something, I just beat the little pissy cold that I had. It tried to take me down. You might think I sound a little different. Maybe a little sexier. No, James, you. You sound pretty much the same. Sexy as ever. Oh, he's trying to butter me up. My favorite little fruitcake. James, what are you playing? Nothing. Nothing. So, James, did you have, like, this this strange um, virus that makes your voice sexier, James? Is that what's going on? Is that, is that what you're trying to tell me? No. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. It also might have been the cigar that I smoked recently. Oh, my God, James. That's a filthy habit. Who are you to talk about filthy habits? You are no stranger, my friend, to putting long, phallic objects into your mouth. Oh, my God, James. What are you implying? That you suck dick. What? Oh, oh, oh my God. James, no. No. All right. Relax. If, you, if you're going to outburst that much, I think uh, you're overdoing it. Which tells me that you're probably guilty. After someone's accused of something, the more that they deny it, the bigger stink they raise, I think uh, they're, they're probably guilty. Well, James, um, that's some theory you have there, but I just have to say that it's, it's incorrect because that's false. It's, it's a falsification, James. It's, just, it's, not, it's not accurate. It's just not accurate, James. Well, I think you're lying. Well, I just, I think we're going to have to a gay to tits a gay. <laughs> I like that you use that, and uh, I, I will, uh, I will stop pressing you on the matter. But uh, you remind me of something that I wanted to bring up. That's right, being gay. James, what are you? What are you playing? No, it's not about you. It's about Lido, the boy wonder sidekick himself. Guess what? <laughs> the last show that I did. Featured Lido himself, his triumphant return to <laughs> mediocrity, and uh, my our get our guest, um, which was Jay Janosch, Mister uh, Gingerbeard Man. That's right, he was on the show. After the show was over, I am not joking, I am not making this up. Okay, I pressed the button to stop recording. Okay, I, I exited the program, made sure to save it so I wouldn't miss any of this. Pure audio gold. <laughs> and uh, we started leaving my studio, the illustrious studio file. So we're about to walk out, and Jay Janosch fucking looks over at Lido and goes, Hey, dude, so like, honestly, are you gay? <laughs> oh, you should have seen how happy I was, the smile on my face. He honestly asked him, and Lido's like, what? Huh? He goes, no, like, seriously. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah! I drink your milkshake. I drink it up! <laughs> anyway. I, you know what? I'm just, I hope you're as thrilled as I was to hear that information. Anytime Lido is 
the butt of a joke, literally. It makes me very happy. All right, let's move on. Uh, speaking of recently, uh, I hope you guys all tune in to my buddy, Peterson. Peterson! Son! 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 Peterson. Uh, I was on his show a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I don't remember. Two or three weeks ago, and uh, I was on The Ned Files, and we recorded, it was a marathon recording night, everybody. We went four and a half hours, that's right, four and a half hours of recording, broken down into four different shows. I just want to tell you that I've listened to these four shows, and they are fucking incredible. Not because I was on the show, <laughs> it's just a coincidence, but uh, they, they are the four best shows he's ever done. That's another coincidence. I just think you should check them out. <laughs> and uh, by the way, happy birthday, Mr. Peterson. Happy birthday to you. What, what are you doing? Happy birthday to you. Stop that. It's just uncomfortable. Happy birthday, Mr. Peterson. Okay. Please. Happy Stop. Birth Stop it. Day. No. To ah, you get damn it, get out of here! I don't want to hear you singing. Go over there, into your favorite spot. Not, not the corner again, James. Please, not the anything but the corner. Go to the corner, and you wait up. Don't you ever sing to my friends on this show. Where do you get off? Go. All right. Okay, come back. I just, I just want to tell you that I like, I like Ned Files, James, and I just want to show my support by singing to Peterson. I know he means a lot to you, James. He, do, he doesn't mean anything to me. All right, just a little bit. James, I thought you just, I know you're just trying to be a tough guy, James. I know deep down inside you have feelings and stuff, so I'm just going to let that one slide. Okay, thank you. Happy birthday, Peterson. That's enough. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. So go check out The Ned Files, thenedfiles.com, iTunes, something called Stitcher. I don't know what that is, but you can find it there too, and some other places. So uh, yeah, check those ones out. Files, I think it's 144 through 147, all available now. And hey, if you act now, not only will you get the first episode for free, we'll throw in the extra three for absolutely nothing. That's four shows for the value of nothing. I'm not saying they're not, they're valued at nothing. I'm just saying you can get them for nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tell your friends. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, something weird happened to me the other day. I, I took my kids to this park. It's a nice park. Very, very lovely. Let me describe the park for you. No. <laughs> So, it has uh, four uh, four basketball. It's not four basketball courts. It, one court has two basketball hoops, right? So it's got it's got two basketball courts <laughs> with four total. I wanted to go so the kids can play and I can try to get my fat ass into some kind of shape. I want to start throwing the basketball. Well, not throwing it, but you know, shooting it, running around, shooting it again, that kind of thing playing fetch with myself <laughs> and uh there's a playground right behind the basketball courts a nice little playground the kids can be there 
the whole deal. And behind the playground is this big, beautiful green field. Lovely. Fucking lovely. Fucking gorgeous park. So I'm there shooting my baskets. And the kids are playing, having a great time. And I see these two young girls, high school age type girls. They're uh, in the field area back there, just walking around. Then they go to like the playground. They're sitting on the swings. Now I'm not watching them. I'm playing basketball with myself. And uh, I'll, you know, look over to see what the kids are, see what they're doing. And I'll glance over and I'll see these girls. And they're walking around and stuff. They come near me in the basketball court area. And they start walking on the side of the court and they keep glancing over at me. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck is their problem? <laughs> no, so then they keep circling the basketball court and they keep glancing over. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not staring, but, uh, you know, shooting my fancy baskets and then I'll grab the ball, be walking back to the free throw line and I'll see them kind of glancing over. It's like, okay, I notice it. It's a little bit weird. What's going on? Whatever, nothing. So then they, like, as they're circling the court, they're kind of like coming in closer, coming in closer. And then the ball, you know, hits the rim and bounces. And I turn and I run to grab it. When I turn back around, they're, they're on the court walking towards me. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I walk up to them and uh, she goes, excuse me. And these girls are about 14, 15. Can I borrow your phone? <laughs> and my first thought is, Wait a second. What the fuck is your phone? You know, all kids, teenage kids have phones these days. My second thought is, what's the, what's, what's the deal? What's going on with this? Why do they need to borrow my phone? So uh, I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, can I borrow your phone? Because I need to call my mom. Because I told her when I was going to the park after school, but she doesn't know which park I'm going to. Now, all of this shit sounds shady to me. I don't know what their deal is. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Could be something innocent and whatever. But that's not the way my fucking mind works. All right. I'm skeptical and negative about everything. It's like, what's going on? What are they trying to pull here? So like, I'm quickly scanning like, okay, what's the scam? What's the scam? They try to steal my phone. No, they're two young girls. There's, I don't see anybody guys around here fucking waiting. Like they're the bait, you know? I was like, okay, maybe I should have some faith in humanity. Maybe she's telling the truth. Here's what did it for me. Here's why I gave her my phone. Because I, I saw the movie earlier that day. This was the day after uh, Super Bowl. I took that Monday off. I sat, I was home alone. My wife was at work. Kids were at school. And I watched this movie I've never seen before, but I always heard it was good. It's called uh, Mystic River. I'm sure you've all seen it. And you're all like, wait, you never seen that movie, dude. Fuck, man. So yeah, I watched that movie. Pretty good fucking movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not going to ruin anything for you, even though it's like 20 years old. But uh, you, you can tell this from the preview. A, a girl gets killed, a young girl. Um, and uh, that's what the whole movie is based around, this young girl that gets killed. So I, I just saw that movie. I have a daughter. Okay? And more than ever, when I watch a movie like this, I can completely relate to the main character that, lo that loses the daughter. He's all emotional. He's crying and shit. Is that my little girl? Is that my little girl? Tell me. Tell me. Is that her? Is, is that my little girl? Right? And you're just like, oh, fuck. You're just feeling it. It's giving you the, it's giving you the chills. It's making you fucking get emotional. And yeah, I got a little misty-eyed. Just like the title, James. 
Oh, your, oh, your eyeballs, Mystic Rivers. Uh, all right. That was a stretch, but yes. <laughs> anyway, I just got misty eyed. That's all. Not rivers. All right. It wasn't like fucking Creed. And tears were streaming down my face. That's not how it was. Just got a little misty eyed. Because I got a daughter and I can, you know, I could put myself in the dude's shoes if anything horrible like that is to happen. Just uh, how fucking terrible it would be. The whole deal. So I, I just saw that movie that day. So I'm like, ah, you know, I feel bad. She's a young girl. All right. And so I pull my phone out. Normally, I don't do this. People have asked me before and I'll be like, nah, <laughs> or it's not my phone. That doesn't make any sense, but it's not mine. I've said that one. Uh, it was stupid, but I said it. So I pull out my phone and I'm unlocking it. And I was like, oh, fuck, please don't do anything stupid. Don't make me fucking chase you. You know, my kids are right over here. What am I going to do? And so I'm having, uh, you know, I go to the uh, the screen so you can start dialing. I have it all ready for her. And I, and I, and I show it to her and I'm like, hey, no funny business, all right? And she looks at me like, okay. And I felt like an old fuck when I said that. Hey, kids, no funny bitches now. Don't try to cheat me, all right? I'm on to you. I, I may be old, but I'm not stupid, goddammit. I know what you kids do. You play your funny games. I'm on to you. I might look old, but I'm, I sure am fast. I'm fast, all right. I, I can get around, okay. So I hand her the phone. She calls. She dials a number. And I'm thinking right when she's dialing, I'm like, oh, fuck. Is this going to be some kind of like, you know, this weird new technology where they can do something to me? Because <laughs> they have my, they called some weird number now. I don't fucking know. So then she calls. Oh, my, she's not answering. I'm going to call my dad now. So now this fucking bitch is making multiple calls. And she doesn't even like ask me. She starts like just dialing the new number. I'm like, oh, Christ. She calls that number. Oh, he didn't answer either. Thank you. She walks away. Gives me the phone back and leaves. And I was like, all right. That was a little weird, but uh, whatever. And now I'm expecting like a phone call back, right? <laughs> and then I'm just thinking like, what's going to happen when I answer the phone? Phone rings. Uh, Hello? <laughs> yeah, you called me? Yeah, your daughter called. What the fuck are you doing with my daughter? <laughs> Or I was even thinking, what if something happens to her, you know, and my, my number is one of the last numbers, you know, before she disappears and they're going to be, I'm going to be in some kind of murder investigation. I thought of all this shit. And so anyway, I keep playing and then I go play with my kids on, uh, on the playground and messing with them for a bit. And I glance over in the field. That's where her and the other girl are now hanging out again in the field, running around doing stupid shit. I look up. She's got a fucking phone in her hand. And they're taking selfies of each other. What just happened, everybody? Tell me. What happened? I was trying to wrap my brain around the possible scenario of what the fuck just happened. The only one I can think of that makes the most sense. And it's going to be... It's going to sound very... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sound very full of myself. But uh, it's totally possible. Were they just trying to like have some kind of opener to come and talk to the cute older guy playing basketball by himself? <laughs> yeah, not likely. I don't know what to tell you. That was fuck. I, I don't know. And then I started really thinking weird shit like, okay, they obviously have a phone. 
was my phone used in some weird fucking uh, weird scenario where my number's now compromised and theirs isn't? I don't fucking know. Uh, you have any ideas? Let me know. Oh my god, James, you're not going to ask him to email you again, are they? Yeah, yes I am. I would like to get uh, interactive with my vast audience. If you think you know, if you can solve this fucking mystery, or, you know, have some kind of idea, let me know. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com. I'm the only one that reads the emails. You can send me anything you want. Recipes, I'll make them. Nude photos, I'll look at them. I don't care who they are. I'll look at them. Your creepy uncle, I'll give him a gander. (laughs) You got some uh, medical thing you're weirded out about? I'm not a doctor, but I did go to med school. And I'll look at your pictures and I'll give you my personal, professional diagnosis. Okay? All right, let's move on. And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie, would it have been better? Today we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in the film Dumb and Dumber, playing Jim Carrey's character of Lloyd Christmas. And here it goes. Hey, you know, like, I want to ask you a question. Straight out, flat out. And I want you to give me an honest answer, you know? So, like, what do you think the chances of a guy like you and a girl like me ending up together, you know? Well, Lloyd, that's difficult to say. You really don't... You hit me. Just give it to me straight. I came a long way just to see you, Mary. The least you can do is level with me. What are my chances, you know? Not good. You mean like not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah! You know? I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Lloyd Christmas. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. (laughs) All right, let's move into uh, what just happened in recent times. That's right, the... Super Bowl! I know a lot of you probably are not sports fans, but once again, I'm an idiot. I don't know much about sports, so what I give you is sports coverage from around the nation. No, is, uh, is the idiot's guide to sports. So uh, you can be a complete moron and still follow along. And I'll try to make it as entertaining as I can. This really isn't about sports, though, so much as it was just the spectacle of it. So let's get going. First of all, Super Bowl 49 was a, a great fucking game. 
Okay, I know a lot of you. I just watch it for the commercials. I just go to have food. Right? You don't give a fuck about the game. <laughs> but uh, if you did give a fuck about the game, I think you were pretty damn pleased because it was good game from start to finish. Very close. Very entertaining. Uh, way better than last year's shit bowl. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that that Madden football game perfectly predicted the outcome of this game that's right they got it absolutely correct isn't that nuts i think the final score was uh 28 to 24 is that right patriots over the seahawks oh boy a lot of people don't like the Seahawks. or uh, the, the patriots they don't maybe it's because they don't like winners no I don't care. Dude, people are shitting all over me because I'm, I'm a Raider fan. Dude, if you're a Raider fan, you can't fucking like the Patriots. You can never root for them. Because if they beat us in that one Super Bowl because that stupid fucking call. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I just did not want the Seahawks to win. That's all. I don't like looking at them. Anyway. <laughs> I invited a small group over to my place to watch the Super Bowl. And, it's, uh, and to join in the festivities. <laughs> and so I had a uh, monkey, <gasps> um, Peterson, and his wife Lorinda. Yeah, they came. Look at that. No, po- no, no podcasts. Just hanging out, like people used to do back in the day. <laughs> My buddy Abraham and his girlfriend. He was on uh, a previous show. I forget which one it was, but that's a good one, I think. And then uh, my wife's friend and her boyfriend showed up. I didn't realize this at, at the time. I didn't realize until after, like, the next day, because my wife pointed it out. She's like, it was kind of weird yesterday, if you just think about it, because all those all the couples that were here didn't know each other. That was the first time meeting. And I went, oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. That must that might have been awkward for some of them. <laughs> it didn't seem like that to me. Um, but I'm just curious if uh, if it was weird for them, because, yeah, they don't know anyone there. I really didn't know some of the people that showed up, so... Eh, what do you want? I had fun. <laughs> That's the important thing. That was fun, man. We had some not very traditional food. Not just kidding. We had some kebabs my wife made. Fucking amazing. I helped her prepare them. That's, let's be honest here. Yeah, dude, listen to this. Kebabs. A stick or a skewer, if you want to get fancy. Some chicken breast. Okay. Some red bell pepper. Some jello bell pepper, some red onion, all right, some shrooms, some of you that dig on that shit, some uh, zucchini, yeah, we loaded them all full. My wife actually barbecued them outside on the barbecue. <laughs> she does a good job, okay, I haven't, I've never made those things on the grill, she did, she did a fantastic job, so that's her, that was her job, she got to do it again, because I probably would have burned them. I start playing football with my son in the backyard and I, and I don't pay attention to the barbecue. And next thing I know, I see smoke. Oh, shit, it's done. Anyway, uh, oh, she made some killer fucking potato salad. Oh, dude. She did it all herself. Some eggs in there and some potatoes, some celery. A bunch of... Uh, oh, Christ. Delicious shit, man. And then I made my fancy, super Uncle James good old-fashioned home-cooking... Uh, homemade, old-fashioned. Did I say that already? The the six-layer bean dip. Oh my god, 
God, James, you can't do seven layers. Uh, okay, fine. The seventh layer is love because I do put love in that shit. Although this one wasn't up to par because I didn't have the exact ingredients that I usually make make it with. Still uh, good nonetheless. I love making that fucking seven layer bean dip. Ugh. Fantastic. Anyway, we also had a pool. I'll be happy to tell you. We filled up all 100 squares, even though uh, we had to put in more money than <laughs> because some people didn't show up or didn't didn't put into it. But we got all 100 squares filled out. But I have to fucking tell you. There's okay. The first we had it set up. The first three quarters, every quarter, if you won, you get ten dollars. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you've seen all like the whole big sheet full of 100 squares. Then there's numbers at the top, numbers on the side. And the team is on the top and the side, each different team. At the end of each quarter, the number that you have on your square, if the score ends in those two numbers, you get paid. Okay? So the first quarter, first, second, and third quarter, we had set up 10 bucks each. The final fourth quarter, 20 bucks. If you had the final score, you won 20 bucks. Okay? So first quarter ends. Oh, look who wins. Peterson. Wow, good job, buddy. Good for you. Great. Second quarter ends. Guess who wins? Ha! Peterson! Ha! You wise guy, you. You won two in a row. Some luck you have, pal. Third quarter ends. Oh, wouldn't you know. Peterson won again. At that point, it's like, all right, Peterson! Enough! There's other people here that should win something too! God damn it! Why do you want to take all the winnings for yourself? Fourth quarter ends. <laughs> I happened to win that one. <laughs> so I wasn't too mad at Peterson after that. Although that fucking guy did win $30. Okay. $30. Good job, Peterson. You lucky son of a bitch. And then his wife, first quarter, wins 200 bucks on her company pool. <laughs> Looks like the Petersons are quite the lucky sons of bitches around the Super Bowl time. So next year, I, th I think I'm going to have him place a bet with my money. <laughs> All right. Good for you, Peterson. Happy birthday, indeed. Uh, let's see. What else I got? Uh, the Seahawks and uh, Pete Carroll blew it. The end of the game. You all know. You all know at this point. The funny thing is I made this meme about it, too. At the moment, like the last play when they got fucked over, the dude chews gum like a maniac in every fucking game. At that moment, he knew he was fucked. His gum chewing completely stopped. And he was just staring straight. Like he just watched his mother get raped in front of him. The look on this dude's face. The gum chewing at a dead stop. If you want to see the photo, the meme I posted, you can find it at the Instagrams. At the Danger Hour. That's right. And while you're at it, why don't you start following me? You will see some awesome, amazing content, all for the price of nothing. And if you act now, nah. so check that out. It's worth it just for that one picture, just to look on this dude's face of defeat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and this dude Sherman, asshole, looks like he wanted to cry. They made me so happy because he's the biggest prick. I think he's the one I hate the most. Just the look on his face of, oh, what happened? We had it and it's fucking over. We lost. And then there's a big thing like, that was a horrible call, man. The last call, you should have gave it to fucking Beast Mode, dude. The best running back in the whole league. 
Marshawn Lynch, but no, you fucking blew it. Why would you throw the ball? That's stupid, right? Now, here's the thing. I think he did it on purpose, okay? He knows they've got the, the, the best running back in the league, and he tried to pull a fancy one, okay? An old switcheroo. Oh, yeah, you think we're going to run it with the best running back in the league, but guess what? We're gonna just going to throw it right in the end zone. And then it wound up getting picked off. And that's when the gum chewing stopped. <laughs> and then it really stopped when uh, they got... The, anyway, it eh, doesn't matter. The rest doesn't matter. Got The, the Patriots got the ball. And they, they were going to try to get him in the end zone. But then they got a penalty and they got pushed back. And then they, it was fucking over for sure at that point. Done. <laughs> the thing, though, if, is if the dude would have caught the ball in the, in the end zone and they would have scored and they would have won... Pete Carroll would have been a fucking genius. Okay. Oh, everyone thought he was going to hand it off to Marshawn Lynch and he wound up throwing it. Fuck, no one saw that coming. What a genius. But it didn't work out. Now he's a fucking idiot. What are you going to do? Okay, let's get to the part that you ladies probably really, really wanted to see. And that was Katy Perry. Oh my God, James. Katy Perry looked glorious. Ah, she looked all right. She looked hotter in my opinion. Um, You just... You don't watch Katy Perry James because she's attractive. You watch it for the music, silly. She writes some good songs. Okay. Someone like you watches her for her music. James, what, what are you implying? I mean, everyone thinks Katy Perry is a musical genius, James. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Okay. All right. So uh, she looked all right. And to me, it seemed like, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, it seemed like she was singing live most of the time unless they just recorded it for that specific event, but she looked like she was really singing. I don't know. I might be dumb. She might have fooled me, but I think she was really singing live a lot of the time. The fucking stage on this show was amazing, wasn't it? The 3D graphics. Oh my God, it was fucking sick. They just, ah, uh, just the point that we're at in this, in, in, in this time of our lives. Now, that, uh, the fact that they can do something like that, the whole stage was uh, a digital Looked like a 3D projection. It was fucking cool. And uh, she came in. Uh, she came in riding a giant fucking lion. It looked like the MGM Grand Lion, right? She comes riding in on it. But the thing that was stupid is she's singing about a fucking tiger. And she's coming in on a lion. I've got the eye of the tiger. Right? I am a <laughs> James, you sound like the Bee Gees. I did sound like the Bee Gees, huh? I think they wrote most of her songs, that's why. <laughs> I don't like them Bee Gees. They sound like alley cats. Yeah, Grandpa, I know. So yeah, she comes in on a fucking line singing about a tiger. That's strike one. Strike two, she comes dressed like... Like uh, Jennifer Lawrence from the Catching Fire Hunger Game movies. Oh my god, James! That was my favorite part! Her outfit was so cute. Uh, stop. Stop. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Her outfit looked pretty stupid. It wasn't sexy. They even compared it to that, uh, uh, what's it called? The Hot Cheetos? Uh, Flaming Cheetos, James. <laughs> of course, you'd know the name of those. What are you implying? 
I'm just saying, you know, you if anyone knows about flaming stuff, it'd probably be you. Chips. Those are good chips. That's I, I enjoy them. Okay. I'm sure you do. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, and then at one point, she was dressed like one of the uh, hot dog on a stick people. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was that some kind of like sexual innuendo? Was it? She was just, just like one of those chicks from Hot Dog on a Stick. Is, is it implying that she likes to mess with uh, sticks? Dogs? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I, I like it. I like it better now. She looked kind of like a dummy at first, but uh, now I like it just based on that information alone. Oh, and then she was joined by some guests, everybody. Lenny Kravitz. Who they talked about uh, on the Super Bowl halftime show today is going to be Katy Perry featuring Lenny Kravitz. He was on stage for like 15 seconds and he was fucking playing his guitar, which was obviously not plugged in. And he was doing a horrible job at strumming along with the song. <laughs> it was way off. Lenny, if you're going to fucking lie to me and the nation, at least do it with the correct strumming pattern. All right, buddy. How about that, dummy? How long you been in the game? textbook dude oh and then who came out big surprise missy elliott ah stupid it was lousy and then she did a performance with a song about sucking dick yeah oh my god james she did don't act like you don't know i'm sure that's your anthem james what what are you implying james nothing uh, how's it go? Uh, is it worth it? Let me work it. How's it go? Uh, <laughs> uh, show me what you got so I know how to work. Uh, if you got a big dick, let me. That's how it goes. Uh, if you got a, you got a big dick, let me search it so I know how hard I gotta work it. It's stupid fucking song. Ah, <laughs> dummy. The funny part, dude, is later on I saw my, my kid was uh my daughter and my both my kids were with my uh her grandparents and they brought him after the Super Bowl's over later on in the evening time. I'm talking to my daughter to go to sleep and she goes, Daddy, did you watch the Super Bowl um with Katy Perry when she was singing? I was like, Yeah. She's like, Oh, did you like it? She goes, Yeah, I liked it. But I didn't like the part with the black people. <laughs> Look, I don't condone racist behavior. She's just a kid that was speaking her mind. She liked the whole performance until the black people came out. And I got to tell you, I have to agree with it. <laughs> and the last thing about the Super Bowl is uh, the commercials. They were all right from what I saw. But uh, my favorite that I remember because I have a horrible memory is the Machete one. That one's pretty good. The Brady Bunch. And uh, of course, the best one ever. The Walter White uh, pharmacy commercial. Anytime you can see anything related to Breaking Bad, it's amazing, especially Brian Cranston, because that show is, without a doubt, the greatest show to ever come on the TV at any time in the history of everything. And there's no there's no discussion about it. If you don't think so, that means you're just you're wrong. Let's move on. No, I don't want to hear any more about it. No, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh. no. Sorry, you are wrong. Okay, well, I don't know what's going on with the Super Bowl, everybody, but it turns everyone horny for some reason. That's right. After the Super Bowl was over, 
Mr. Warren Sapp, a former player, got busted, arrested for prostitution. Not him, but he was uh, soliciting a prostitute. Can you believe that? This dude who's famous, well, I guess he's not, he's a fat black dude. He's not good looking. I guess he does have to pay for it. I guess there's not, it's, <laughs> I guess there's not really a huge Warren Sapp fan club. <laughs> the dude got popped though. How humili humiliating is that? Oh man, poor guy. <laughs> the other dude, uh, yeah, I guess there's only another one. There's, there was more stories, but the other one that was uh, popular is this dude, Julian Edelman, who I think is uh, probably the best-looking guy in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Oh, my God, James. You're just so lucky that Tom Selleck doesn't play in the NFL. What does that got to do with anything? I'm just saying, James, if Tom Selleck played in the NFL, he would clearly be the best-looking Football player, James. That's, 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 all, that's the only point I'm trying to make. Yeah, there's no reason to make that point. The point is, who is the best-looking guy in the NFL? Not if someone else was uh, playing the NFL, he'd be the best. I'm just saying, out of the people playing the NFL, he's probably the best-looking guy. James, clearly, this conversation needs to include Tom Selleck on some level, James. No, it doesn't. No conversation needs to include Tom Selleck. You try to fit him into every fucking thing we talk about. And this one, please stop ganging up my conversation about who the best-looking NFL player is. I'm tired of it. It's clearly Julian Edelman without a beard. I don't like his beard too much. I wish he would really shave. He was way cuter before. <laughs> anyway, so this guy, he was with some chick. And she takes a fucking selfie of her, I think half of her face, and him sleeping on the bed in the background. And she says something like, I just fucked Julie, Julian Edelman. This totally just happened or something like that. And she's got a picture of the dude asleep in the background, which for him is awesome. <clears throat> which for her is very fucking slutty. And it's for everyone is, is pretty funny. I think everybody wins on this one. But uh, the dude happened to meet her from Tinder. Yeah. Tinder just doesn't quit everybody. Which leads me to Tinder happened to be have have happened to have record breaking usage the days prior to the Super Bowl in the Arizona area where the Super Bowl play, was played it was just fucking in in a, a frenzy of a bunch of horny people wanting to hook up <laughs> nuts right fucking tinder i guess this dude is one of them just uh, getting his shit all lined up having his dates ready to go anyway so yeah there's that but James, how, how did Scruff do, James? Was that um, also pretty popular in that area? I think you would know. No, James, I'm just, I'm just curious because I think your listeners, like Lido, would want to know that kind of information, James. Okay, don't try to bring Lido into this. Okay, into your, into your extracurricular activities. James, I'm just, I, I'm asking for the listeners. That's all, just for the benefit of, of the, the listeners, James. Okay, I'm sure Scruff got a whole lot of action too. Did you happen to be in the Arizona area around Super Bowl time at all? <laughs> no, no, James. I was, I was at home watching it from my television. All alone? I'm not at liberty to say, James. Okay. 
Well, let's just move on. I don't want to. I don't want to know anymore. Speaking of sexy time, everybody, I just saw something on the internet. My cousin Wendy, <clears throat> who happens to reign from uh, the white side of my family, the white trash side. Shout out to Wendy. <laughs> She's living in Arkansas. I haven't seen her in a long ass time. She actually happens to be the sister of the Arkansas Cholo. That's right. Uh, they're in Arkansas. Her husband is a is a Marine, military man. I think is a Marine, military dude. So she's a military wife. Obviously, she posts military wife related material on the interwebs every now and again, and she posted something that I found very interesting. It's a I don't know if it's a joke. I don't think it is. I'm hoping it isn't anyway. It's this card for the military personnel, and you. It, it, let me just read it to you. I think this is a real thing, and it blew my fucking mind. The card says, sex consent card, okay, at the top in bold, and under, under there, it says, I am having voluntary sex. I am not drunk or high. I am over 18. I am STD free. And <laughs> under that, there's a part to fill out under date. You write in the date. Under male, it says male sign. There's a line. And then under that, female sign with a line for you to sign on. And then underneath that, it says, men, keep in your keep this in your wallet with a condom. With this card, do not accept an article 15. I don't know what that is. I probably should have looked it up, but you know, you know. And then it says afterwards, only give this card to your lawyer. Do not confess to the MPs or your boss. Demand a lawyer. <laughs> MPs are military police, by the way, if you don't know that. But I thought this was fucking awesome. They got to carry this card. Look at the day and age we live in. These dudes are fucking so much, crushing so much ass that there's a, <laughs> they have this card written up for them to kind of protect them. Oh, man, it's nuts. And then I just thought about it like, how do you get this thing like signed? You know, let's say you go to a bar and you meet some hot chick, right? It's got to be a hot chick or else you know why. And then <laughs> you guys are hooking up later. And come on, dude. You know you're going to be fucking drinking. You know you're going to meet a chick at a bar. If you're a military guy, where do you go? Where do you like port into somewhere, right? Where are you going to go? You get a furlough. You get to leave a uh, base and go hang out in the city for a, a night. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to a fucking bar. You're going to be drinking with your buddies or trying to meet women. <laughs> so what? So let's say you go back to her place or a hotel. And like you guys are getting down and dirty, right? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Can, can you sign this card real quick? <laughs> what, a, what a fucking, uh, what a cock block, this card. You know, and... <laughs> I bet, I bet most of these cards are being signed the next day, right? Oh, by the way, uh, you know, can you sign this? <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. I wonder how many times, if if any, this card has totally ruined the mood and just, and just like, the girl's like, well, I'm not signing that fucking creepy card. Uh, hell with this, I'm out of here. That's, that's growth. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you do? You give them a copy. Do you, do you have that black paper behind it? So when you press down, it gives them a copy. 
Here's okay. So the pink copy's yours. Um, I I keep the original. <laughs> Stupid. And, and this copy goes to the military. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. All right, let's go ahead and move along with a new segment that's sweeping the nation, and it's called Suicide Soundtrack. Suicide! Sound! Track. <laughs> All right, that's our... Uh, our that's our fancy new intro song to the Suicide Soundtrack. At this point, you might be thinking, but James, what in the world is Suicide Soundtrack? And I'm going to tell you, the Suicide Soundtrack is a scenario that you give me. That's right, the listeners. All of you wonderful people out there. You can send me your Suicide Soundtrack scenario. You pretty much think really long and really hard. Oh my God, James, shut up. And uh, you you pick the perfect way you'd kill yourself. Now, all right, everybody relax. It's all fun and games. No one's really going to kill themselves. The ginger does not promote suicide. So it's just all for fun. It is morbid, but that's the fun in it. Uh, it really it really gets you thinking about how you'd really do it. Now, you, you think about the perfect way you'd take yourself out, all right? The perfect way. Could be a way over the top. Could be something straight. Where you set up your family, you know, or you go out in a blaze of glory, whatever the fucking case, have fun with it. Pick your scenario, make it extravagant and as detailed as possible. You uh, email me your scenario and what song you would play while you do it. It's a fun little segment, and you all can get involved. <laughs> email me, James, the danger hour at yahoo.com. If you've already done it, I first thank you, but I also ask, get one of your friends to do it too, because I'm running out of these fucking things. Not too many people that like to kill themselves, or think about doing it anyway. I had my dumb friend, I just, I text him, hey man, you know, email me, or uh, yeah, email me this, uh, you know, segment, I want to have some fun with it, I'd like to see what you say. Fucking after a week, hey man, you're going to email me? Uh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Call me lame. I don't. I can't think of anything good. It's like, ah, oh, forget it. So, uh, all you beautiful bastards, get me on this. Come on, the danger hour at yahoo.com. I love these things. You guys are fucking awesome, and I love. I've loved all the ones so far. So keep it going. All right. So today we have an entry from Matt Whiskey Boy Blake, all the way from Texas. That's right, Texas. <laughs> Matt, the Whiskey Boy, is the host of the podcast Whiskey Boy Radio. You can find that at whiskeyboy.us or on iTunes and all the other goddamn places you can find them. Uh, maybe on that Stitcher. I don't know what that is. You can probably find it there too. <laughs> uh, there you go. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it, buddy. Whiskey Boy. Whiskey Boy. So uh, I'm going to first play his song, then I'll read his email. And I have to admit, once again, you fucking... Ah, great song, dude. I love this song. Good one. So without further ado, let's play Matt's... Matt, the Whiskey Boy. Let's play his song. And away we go! Go to town and... 
That's a good one, man. That got me pumped. Look at this. I want to go with you. Whatever you're doing, I'm going. I'm doing with you. <laughs> uh, that was Long Tall Sally by Little Richard. Of course, you all knew that. Now, here's Matt Whiskey Boy, Blake's email. He starts off, hey, everybody. At least that's how I think he intended it to sound. All caps, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's from Texas, so let me try my Texas voice. Okay. Okay, Jamesy Pooh, I'd never off myself, but if I had to, here's how this would go down. I would kiss my wife and kids goodbye and head to the Pentagon. From there, I would board an Air Force flight to the Middle East. I would hang grenades from my belt, hold an M16 in one hand and a shotgun in the other. I would then paradrop right into the middle of the headquarters of those bastards ISIS. I would shoot my way through killing as many as I could on the way to their leaders. And just before I'm killed by what I'm sure will be a hail of gunfire, I will set off the tactical nuke that is strapped to my back, blowing all those sons of bitches sky high. And right before I touch down on my parachute approach, I would start playing my suicide soundtrack, Long Tall Sally by Little Richard, on repeat playing through speakers on my chest. Boom, baby. Stay dangerous, my friend. <laughs> All right, I hope that was, I think that's something like uh, Whiskey Boy Sounds. I'm, I think I'm pretty accurate. I have heard his show. I'm going to say that's pretty fucking clean. I think if his wife heard this right now, she'd be like, oh my God, that's, oh my God, he's on, he's on the danger hour. I just, that's, that's, that's uncanny. But, uh, <laughs> dude, this guy, talk about Texas, dude. Look at the way he would go out. A fucking hero, right? He's got to go out blowing something up. <laughs> Crazy bastard. I like also how you went total fantasy on this dude. You have you have your fucking private plane <laughs> from the Pentagon. Oh yeah, let me get my Air Force One uh, ride. Yeah, get get it. Go ahead and get it set up. I mean, go ahead and get my Air Force Pentagon's plane set up. I'm gonna be boarding soon, so go, go on and get that ready. Have some Jack Daniel ready. I am whiskey boy. God damn it, give me some motherfucking whiskey while you're at it. Yeah, he'd have that thing going. An M16 and a shotgun. How fucking strong are you, dude? You can carry both these guns. You're total fantasy here, but I like where you're going with it. Total fucking action hero. And I like also how, you know, is it an accident that the Long Tall Sally song is in the beginning of Predator? The fucking one of the coolest goddamn scenes when they're in the, the helicopter flying into the jungle. That same song is on. I think you knew that, right? It's got to be a correlation there somehow. And uh, <laughs> you're going to paradrop... <laughs> Right to the headquarters and press play on this loud fucking music. <laughs> it's not sneaky at all. You're about to touch down. Well, Uncle John and Ball and Sally. He's like, oh no, get the motherfucker. He's coming to kill us. Kill him. Ah. You wouldn't make it because of Little Richard. You'd be shot dead before he even hit the ground. <laughs> anyway, so let's just go with it though. Let's say, let's say you didn't get you didn't get murdered. Before you even touch your, your feet in the floor. Uh, I like it, dude. You're just going to go on. You're going to go out in a blaze of fucking glory. Like a real goddamn Texas American son of a bitch. Look at you. <laughs> but before that, you're even going predator again. You're going to set off a fucking nuke that's going to wipe everyone out. Ah, I really hope you do that predator laugh too. <laughs> Just as 
Arnold's running away. Oh, not Arnold, but a few of those fucking uh, towel heads are running away. Try to get away from you. Oh, fuck. Run. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful, dude. I like it. I like it. Let's see what else he wrote here. Yeah, I'm sure you'll, and I'm sure you'll murder a bunch of women and children too. That's fucking great. I'm okay with that though. I mean, it is, it is a fantasy, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure some of those kids you'll be blowing up too will probably grow up to be bad guys. So yeah, you're being proactive. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, Whiskey Boy. Go check out Mr. Whiskey Boy here. Like I told you, whiskeyboy.us and on iTunes. Check that out. All right, everybody. Let's start closing up the show with uh, a little something I like to call, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, I fancy that. All right, fancy times, everybody. Two fancies this week. First one, I fancy, I fancy when people participate in this stupid show. (laughs) <laughs> I'm talking, yes, about the suicide soundtrack. I, I really fucking fancy that people took the time to think about this, write in, send their song. Um, it's fucking badass, dude. I, I, I really appreciate each and every one of you that participate. And hopefully this will encourage some of you others to participate because I, I, I fucking love it. I love the, the uh, interaction from the listeners and my idiotic ass. And it's great to... Uh, have you contribute to the show. And, you know, everybody wins, really. If you really think about it, long and hard. Long and hard. Everybody wins. I get to fill a segment with uh, stuff that I don't have to think about because you do the work for me. And <laughs> you get to get a little shout out. And we all get to learn and grow together, really. That's really what it comes down to. Now, I, I really do fucking fancy that. I fancy the interaction and people participating. And uh, once again, I fancy you. And the second thing I fancy is, I mentioned this on the Ned Files. I forgot which one because we did fucking four shows that night. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I had a blast. I always do. I've been, uh, I've been on that show a couple times, I think, before that. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun. But I didn't, I bring, uh, we talked about a whole bunch of shit. I don't remember which, which show it was. But uh, number two, he brought something up and I pretty much said that when I do my shows, my I make my, <laughs> I make my wife and kids leave. <laughs> Honestly, I make them leave the house because I I can't get into the danger mode if I'm all alone on these solo shows. I I can't get into the mode when uh when people are here because I get very self conscious and my kids will fucking come by the door. And they'll be listening. They're making noises. And, and they're just a big distraction. And I don't want to be screaming, yelling like a lunatic and have them outside, inside the door or down the hall and listening to their fucking creepy daddy cussing and screaming. <laughs> so I fancy the fact that my wife will get lost for a couple hours, you know, and just go do... Like right now, she's at the store. just picking up some shit that we need. But the fact that she's like, all right, you do your thing. I'll get out of here. You know, she doesn't really support the show for the most part, I mean, as far as she doesn't listen, she doesn't give a fuck. But the fact that she supports it that way where she'll take off and, and give me some time, uh, I fancy the shit out of that. I mean, how can you beat that? You know, I think some of you people might be shocked. I think Lorinda was shocked, Peterson's wife, 
that I make them leave. <laughs> but uh, honestly, you know, this is into the mind of an artist. <laughs> no, I just I just can't really get into full fucking uh, danger mode if, if I know that they're outside running around and they're all screaming at each other and talking. It's just very distracting, and I get in my I get uh, self conscious about the whole thing. So, so a little bit of show insight. Uh, I fancy the shit out of my wife for for doing that for me. So uh, look at me fancying everybody, the listeners that participate, get involved in the show, and give me some uh, some uh, scenarios to read on the air, and my lovely wife for uh, getting lost <laughs> on those things. I fancy that. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. All right. Two fuck yous. This actually, we, we discussed this on the last show with uh, the ginger beard man. Janos and the lovely Boy Winter Psychic Lido. We talked about Asian drivers. It just so happens, everybody, since that show, I've been fucked over numerous times by Asian drivers. That's right. If you are a listener of the show, you know I live in the beautiful Hashanahai, uh, next to Rodehai. Um, <laughs> I live in Hacienda Heights. There's a whole large Asian community. I believe. Because it's close, there's a Buddhist temple in Hacienda Heights. And from what I understand, in a 10-mile radius from a Buddhist temple, it's considered a holy land. And uh, they like to live close to that area. Anyway, so yeah, dude, I think that's uh, a big reason why there's a huge Asian population that blew up in this area. Started off, you know, you know how it goes. It's just really fucking big now. So Roland Heights is nearby. Very close. And, um, I, you know, I've been driving around this area for a long fucking time. But recently, it seems like they've just been seeking me out to try to fuck me over. <laughs> Two examples, real quick. One is, I was driving. There's a three-lane road. I'm in the left lane. But then, the, the, there's an extra lane that adds up um, to make a left turn at the intersection, okay? So... I'm on the left lane, coming up to the intersection. The Asian woman, there's a bunch of Asians around me, but the one in particular, was in the middle lane next to me. Okay? Now, she, as soon as we're coming to the intersection and that that left turn lane opens up, she decides, hey, I want to go left right now. (laughs) And she proceeds to totally fucking cut me off I probably would have hit her if I wanted to hit my brakes. She totally cuts me off and doesn't even see the other lane. You know, there could have been someone pulling on the side of me and just goes into that lane and turns left really quick. And yeah, the light wasn't even green. It was fucking red. She missed it. And she totally fucking went through, burned through the red light and turned left onto that side street. And the thing that these Asians do and yes, I sound incredibly racist, but it's fucking true because I've seen it many times and I've almost been hit many times. And if you can learn how to drive in an Asian community, then my friend, you can fucking drive anywhere. 
I'm telling you right now. Okay, if you drive, if you drive in a city predominantly Asian, and you get along just fine, you've got one up on everyone else. Okay, racist as you wanted to fucking say that is, it's the truth. <laughs> I have Asian friends, so it's okay. So, uh, <laughs> the hell was I saying? Oh, the thing they do that really blows my fucking mind is no, it, they'll cut you off sick like all right just swerve right in front of you a foot in front of your bumper and they think if they put their hand up like oh sorry sorry it's okay no big deal that's what they think as long as they put their hand up they can get away with fucking murder they can hit you put their hand up and drive away and it's okay <laughs> because they put their little hand up like oh thank you thank you it's it's crazy the other thing that happened recently, I went to pick up my, uh, I didn't work on money, like I said, so my wife goes, I need you to pick up the kids for me because I'm going to stay late at work because I don't work today. You can pick up the kids. I'm like, all right, I'll pick up the kids. So I go, they're, they're in two different fucking schools, which is annoying. I go to pick up the, the first one, which was the wrong one to get because I was supposed to get my son first because he gets out earlier, but I got him confused because <laughs> I'm dumb. I told you, high-functioning retard. So here I am, going to get my daughter. I find a parking spot, which is fucking rare. As soon as I'm pulling in that madhouse, uh, someone leaves, and I back in. And so uh, I was like, where the hell is she? I got I to gotta go get my kid. What the fuck? And I'm waiting for her, and it turns out <clears throat> she usually gets picked up second. So she just takes her sweet-ass time because my wife is always late to get her. So she finally comes out, strolling around, blabbing with her friends. And I'm like, hey, come on, let's go. So we get in the car. This fucking Asian lady pulls up and parks right in front of me, blocking me in, right? Stops her car. She gets out. And I honk. And she does that thing like waves at me. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to, I got to go. Move. I want to get out. And she goes, oh, 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 thank you. Thank you. And she waves, like she's just waving at me. And I go, I honk again. And I, and I roll the window on. I go, no, I got to leave. <laughs> and she's like, uh, 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 and she's pointing towards the school like, oh, I know what she meant. Let me go get my kid real quick. You wait. I'm parked. I'll be right back. And I was in my head was like, no, dude, no, 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 no. Fuck you. Don't keep me prisoner while you go take care of business. I got to fucking go. And because, the, you know, the thing was the person in front of her left before she even got out of her fucking car. And it's a big SUV she's driving. She could have easily gotten in and, and pulled a, a few feet forward, right? No, she kept walking. She pointed at the school like, no, 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 no I'll be right back. I'm going to get my, my kid. And I knew she didn't speak any fucking English. Luckily, I've got a little Civic. And I was able to squeeze out just barely. She left me that much space. And the car next to me was, an, was a small car. Uh, in the space next to mine. So I had a little bit of space to maneuver and I, and I squeezed out. But I was furious, dude. <laughs> These Asians, dude. Oh my God, I swear. I swear. Asian drivers. Oh, fuck you. Next one. Next one. The Instagrams. I've bitched about this recently before too. These girls that are supposedly good looking, who knows because they have so much... Uh, uh, filters and makeup and, and Photoshop, they could be fucking hideous and you'll never know. 
Now, Instagrams has become one big fucking commercial. Have you noticed this? If you follow any hot chicks, which I, I am guilty of doing, they all they're doing now is posting, oh, this thing, skinny bunny tea. I always drink this tea. Look at this. Look at the tea I drink. This is it. This, this is the one I drink. Look at it. Every fucking day, it's like they're posting photos of them just pushing some fucking uh, some product. I take this shake to lose weight. I get energy with this thing. Look at this thing I use. I got to get in this business, all right? You got to listen, everybody. I've got a danger hour Instagrams. Pay me to hawk your product. I'll do it. You probably won't get much, much foot traffic or much sales, but I'll still do it. <laughs> if these goddamn broads are making this much money, I wonder how much they make. Man, I think I need to get like a couple, you know, hundred thousand followers or followers to get paid though. But it's just annoying, dude. Watching, I'm just looking at commercials all day now. Anything you look at, YouTube videos, commercials, and now Instagrams, commercials, ads. It's deceiving. They wear these fucking shirts with the logos on them. It's just, it's just everything in life nowadays is a big fucking commercial. You can't go anywhere without someone trying to sell some shit to you, right? <laughs> That's just the way the world works, James. No matter what, people are going to find a way to make money and exploit it, James. That's just something you're going to have to deal with, James, and stop your bitching and whining. That's the way of the world, James. That's life. So you have to get used to it, James. By the way, I noticed that you have a Starbucks cup in the other room. I think I should get Starbucks. And all of you listening out there, you should probably get Starbucks too. Because it's delicious and it gives you caffeine and it gets you through the day. Oh my God. Did you really just do that? Did you? By the way, I went to this place called It's a Grind. Coffee's way better there. Starbucks. It's not even that good. It's just drive through and fast and easy. And they give you a big size. All right, I'm done. Fuck you. All of it. I'm tired of it all. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. That's the end of the show. I like to uh, sit home and imagine that whoever listens to this, if you get this far, God bless you. But if you do, I like to imagine you're like, oh, man. The show's already over. Like, I just, I want more James. I just, uh, I want to listen to more of his diarrhea of the mouth. I just, I can't get enough. Is it over already? Oh my God, I got to wait another week. <laughs> no, you don't. You can listen to the net files. I did four fucking shows. Okay. And you can uh, listen to their other shows too while you're at it. That'll fill the sick, sad void in your life. From the time that you're done listening to my spewing of nonsense to the next time you can listen to me. <laughs> so yeah, get on board with the Ned Files. That'll, that'll hold you over. All right? Uh, there you go. Cross promotions with our powers combined. There you go. Happy birthday, Peterson. You fuck. I just plugged your show. A lot of times, man. That is priceless. Okay? I don't even know what the rates should be for advertising on my show. I don't even know, but it should be high. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Happy birthday, Peterson. 
I do love you, you son of a bitch. Uh, I really kissed your ass a whole lot this whole show. Um, so there you go. I hope you're proud of me. Uh, Whiskey Boy, thanks again, buddy, for your uh, submission, for how you kill yourself in your blaze of glory. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, to all of you out there, thank you also for listening. It means a great deal to me. And I will leave you with some fantastic advice, the same advice I leave you with at the end of every show, and that is simply... Stay dangerous, my friends. Later.